Hello, and welcome to Passion for Passions. My name is Marcus, and this is my podcast all about the soap opera Passions, which I am deeply in love with. This week's podcast is covering episodes 259 to 261, a rather small number of episodes. But uh, when I get into talking about them, you'll see why it was just such a quick little batch here. So since last episode, we knew that prom was coming up. We're finally going to get to see it. Um, so yes, pretty much all of our characters are now on the boat where prom 2000 is taking place. We see things kick off with a real bang when Charity has a flashback uh, that looks very old-timey. And... Uh, it's very clearly referencing Titanic, uh, like the movie Titanic. And of course, I mean, Titanic was based off a real event, but it seems like it's playing off of the Titanic film because, of course, that was a very popular movie in the 90s. And I thought they were just going to kind of do it on the down low reference, but no, Charity says to her friends, I was on the Titanic like, like that this is her past life or something. And I'm like, oh my god, child, what are you doing? I had a big laugh at that. But it was interesting because they mentioned like specific character names. Like, my name was this, and Miguel's name was something else. And um, if you look those names up, yes, those are real Titanic people who were confirmed as being on the boat way back when. And I thought that was interesting because I'm like, I don't remember the Titanic movie, if those are like the same characters. I don't think so. I thought that was unique that they made that, you know, attention to detail. I don't know how this happened, but but Reese looks it up and is like, yes, those are real victims from the Titanic. And I'm like, where are you looking this up? You're on a boat. You on a computer on a boat? What's going on here? Um, it has internet access? You just don't have cell phones. But either way, he looked it up and found out, yes, they were real people. So that was, like, accurate. So, yeah. Of course, Ivy's on the boat, and um, Ethan and Sam are having, like, getting into fights pretty much lately, um, because Ethan's like, I really want you to protect Sheridan, we need more, you know, security. Sam's like, just hire more private security, I'm not, the sheriff is not here to serve you specifically, your family. So Ivy's like, you know, don't talk, to Ethan, don't talk to him that way, Sam's your, and they're like, Sam's my what? Because of course she's gonna say he's my father. Um, how she almost made such a slip is rather ridiculous. But anyway, she's like, no, whatever. Um, so yeah, they're, everyone's getting ready for prom. And Timmy knows that Kay and Simone planted some fake ballots so that Kay will win prom queen with Miguel. So Timmy goes and changes them back. But apparently also, so does Jessica. Or no, what actually was happening was Timmy, Timmy was entering his name on the ballots and Jessica actually stole the fake ballots and threw them overboard eventually. So anyway, Timmy's just interfering. But anyway, what ends up happening is because the real votes are tallied, or kind of, the real ballots that have been modified slightly with Timmy's name are now counted. And so who wins prom king and queen? We already know the answer. It's Miguel and Charity. So um, Kay is upset. But then something super weird happens where Kay, because she won the second most votes, is nominated as the court jester. And I I went to prom and I don't remember anything like a prom jester. I don't think that's a real thing, is it? Somebody needs to tell me if it's real because I think it's fake because if it's real, it's really cruel. 
to make the second most popular girl like carry the little you know gown of the first girl and make her wear a court jester hat and everyone is laughing at the court jester like what the hell is happening what is this and and why is there no male court jester for the second most voted guy why is it just k anyway so k gets super um upset and humiliated and at some point cherry like smacks her with the like queen baton and she says it's an accident and everyone believes it's an accident but how exactly she just kind of like twitched and smacked k in the face with it so to me i kind of feel like it was intentional um but everyone would believe that it's an accident because charity's so pure so anyway i thought that was funny k's pissed so of course k's like i really want to destroy you more than i already did um so yes but then that's kind of the end of that episode um because we're left to be we're left hanging on the you know chair i mean uh, charity gonna about to get fish guts that is kind of thinking how the episode ends with k ready to press the button that'll drop the bucket but anyway maybe it's not maybe it's the next episode anyway so Teresa is determined that she's gonna tell Ethan that she loves him today on this boat on prom and she's she takes him outside she's gonna tell him but then fireworks start going off because there's like fireworks at this party that I believe Sheridan and uh Miguel Miguel Sheridan and Luis are at so they see the fireworks too because it's at the seascapes lodge is it the lodge the seascapes seascapes restaurant i can't even say its name which is like i assume on the coast or near the coast so that makes sense that the people on the boat would see it as well not a very big town anyway uh but yes so they see the fireworks and teresa uses that to say when i kissed you it was like fireworks i'm like oh my god teresa that's so romantic it's so sweet so sickly sweet oh child anyway good timing unintentionally perfect timing on her part and then we go back to the crane estate and gwen's mom shows up and i was so confused when she showed up i was like who the hell is this who is this person who is this woman um and i didn't believe it was her mom because she looks like the same age as gwen but she's like acting old and i'm like this is funny why couldn't you get an actually older actress or maybe she is older but she just looks super young anyway she seemed way too young to be gwen's mom but anyway she's her mom and gwen's mom is a a bitch but uh (laughs) because she's basically like um you shouldn't have left Ethan alone. You should just be a housewife. You, how dare you leave your man alone with another woman? Like, that's dangerous. He's going to cheat on you. And Gwen's at first, you know, really against that. She's like, no, what are you talking about? I trust Ethan. Ethan loves me so much. He would never do anything to hurt me. But she very quickly, um, due to her mom, ends up believing her mom that she should not have let Ethan go to prom with Teresa. You know, let her go to prom, let him go to prom with another woman. It's dangerous. So Gwen must go and take him away from the prom. And I thought this was such a silly thing. Like, obviously, Gwen initially was really afraid of Teresa, really suspected her, which she should have. Um, But then she totally flipped and was, like, totally fine with everything. And that seemed more healthy, uh, even if wrong in this case. But how she so quickly swapped to just, like, totally not believe that Ethan is capable of being a good man on his own like i don't like that because 
Gwen, you're gonna marry this person. Is this the only time you're gonna be away from him? Is this the only time he's gonna be somewhere with another woman? Like, no. You're supposed to build a relationship on trust. This is not trust. This is the absolute opposite of trust. It's almost comical. How quickly you're like, oh, oh my god, Ethan, I need to take you away from the prom, and Teresa. Uh. Lex, please. What are you doing? Anyway, we do get back to the prom where Charity gets the fish bucket on her. And it goes for like ever. It just doesn't stop. It's, it's just continuous blob dripping onto her. So it's really horrible. And everyone, of course, once it stops, is like, oh, what's that smell? And they're like, oh, it's fish guts. Ugh. And Charity's just standing there. Um, and it's very reminiscent of Carrie in the first, mo in the original movie. It's very reminiscent of that very strange look that is on Carrie's face and her, like, positioning. Very much the same that Charity is evoking now. Um, so Charity's just like still, completely still. She's not saying anything. She's not looking at anything. She's just there. Um, and it's like, oh, what's going to happen? Something's going to happen. But during this episode, anyway, nothing happens uh, with Charity until the very end of the last episode. So yes, uh, Charity actually um, gets a talking to by Tabitha, who's like, you know, trying to whisper evil things into her ear. So Charity actually takes a little rowboat and leaves the big boat and goes back to the harbor. Although it's very clearly she's using her powers. Her powers are in control at this point. Because if I remember right, she's not even rowing. She's just in the boat and it's moving, the little rowboat. Um, and so she lands on the deck or, or uh, shore. The pier, excuse me, boat terminology and all this stuff I'm not very familiar with. And she runs into Gwen and Gwen's like, oh, hey, Cherry. Uh, but Charity just doesn't respond and just keeps walking. So Gwen's like, Charity, hello. Uh, but then she's like, okay. But she sees the rowboat there. So she's like, fine. I'll take the rowboat to get to the boat and take Ethan away with me. Which is like, damn it, Charity, why would you have to have a rowboat? Why couldn't you just fly, you know, all over the ocean? Why couldn't you just do that? Because you do have powers and you've flown before. Why put this robot here? I guess it's because Gwen needs to get on to the prom boat. Which I'm annoyed for because I don't want Gwen there. I don't want Gwen there spoiling. Spoiling things. Hello. I want to finally get there. I finally want to have... Tabitha, oh my god. I finally want Teresa to reveal her feelings to Ethan. Do not get in the way of that. Oh my god. So yeah. That was me being mad. Um... Grace gets locked in a weird little boat room. You know, there's, there's all kinds of things going on. Um, because Ivy's like, I need to do something with Sam. So I'm locking you away, Grace. Um, drunk Julian is hanging out on the boat. He's extremely junk, drunk. Um, first, he kind of hugs uh, Eve, even though she clearly doesn't want it. And, like, uh, TC shows up. It's like, get up my, get your hands off her. Uh, so, yeah. I don't understand why Eve was not, like, protesting loudly, because that would make it more clear that she didn't want what was happening. Like, get off of me. Why wasn't she saying that? Uh, when, when TC walks in, maybe how it could have looked more like Eve was involved. Um, hopefully TC doesn't know or believe that. She wasn't. But you never know what TC thinks. Um... We don't get to see a conclusion of that, of course. It's just kind of, that's a little stinger we're left on. Oh, also at some point, Julian is on the boat. He's on the boat with, and he runs into uh, Timmy, 
who's not in golf mode and because he's so drunk he's like hey it's okay um and sits down with timmy for a bit oh that reminds me before charity got dumped on she decided to dance with timmy and i was like oh timmy got what he wanted he got to dance with charity cute in his little disco outfit um but yeah he also gets guts on him fish guts fortunately something good does happen Teresa confesses she loves Ethan to his face. He hears it. He sees it. There is no denying it. Um, we don't get to see anything else happen, but yes, we finally, finally have Teresa say she loves Ethan to his face and he hears it. If it somehow turns out that he didn't hear it, I'm going to scream. Or if it somehow turns out that he somehow ends up believing, oh, you love me like a friend or something, then I'm also gonna scream because that is so point blank. You should be understanding at this point. She is in love with you romantically. All of this business. Um, what I feel like will happen next is that, you know, he may want to respond or something, but then something will happen so he won't be able to. And so we're going to be kind of left hanging on the response to Teresa's confession. That's my thought at this point. Because at the very end of this episode... Charity is on the dock and she like looks at the boat and lifts up her arm and she says destroy them destroy them all and like there's like electricity sparking out of her so yes and that's of course suggesting that Charity is going to use her powers to destroy the prom 2000 boat and everybody on it of course except for her because she's not on it anymore so I was like, okay, things are really gonna pop off now. I am excited. And that's why I decided to stop here. Because I'm like, oh my god, I need to like dedicate next episode to the destruction of Prom 2000. And obviously that's gonna start soon. So I need to stop now and just like get out an episode of whatever is happening at this point beforehand. Of course, this is Passions. Maybe it'll be five episodes before the destroy them aspect of the prom comes into play i certainly hope not i hope it's sudden and just all over the place and is a multiple episodes of disaster because i love disaster movies like i don't know about anyone else but i love disaster movies so much i think they're a lot of fun you know when they're they're just like off the wall just ridiculous overacted bad effects or good effects but i really enjoy that sort of thing so i'm i'm looking forward to whatever's coming as a result of this you know i want to see the destruction one thing i think is interesting though is charity's visions have always included um charity on the boat during prom freaking out so this is like a reversal or a a, a change in that because she's not on the boat right now she's on the dock unless she somehow comes back on the boat later and then is you know a part of the drama i'm not sure but i think that's interesting and i'm surprised that that's happening this way but yeah i'm, I'm really having fun so far and i'm sure i'm gonna have a lot more fun as the destruction takes place or something takes place because i love it and I want to see what is going to happen next. And Gwen is apparently going to get on that 
ill-fated boat, so maybe she'll be killed off. I don't know. Like, that would be an interesting way to end that love triangle, just kill Gwen. I doubt they would do that, though. I think Gwen is a long-term character, but I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, that was just a couple episodes of Passions. But once again, like I said, I want to dedicate the next episode to Prom 2000 Nightmare, you know? Hopefully that, that happens soon. It would be ridiculous if that were like 20 episodes or something. I'm, I'm thinking maybe they'll be wrapped up in five episodes at most, or maybe it can even be wrapped up in one, depending on what happens. But I guess we'll see. Either way, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Passion for Passions. We'll be back soon with the next episode.